welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm, I'm Nerd. <laughs> and that's Nerd. <laughs> I just totally busted her and she can't talk now. <laughs> yes, here I'm here. here. Straight face, straight face, straight face. Yes. <laughs> I can see my screen. Uh, welcome to another episode of More Than Dice, uh, episode 269. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Nerd. <laughs> uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about painting your army, your color choices, color choices period, when you should paint your army like the boxes, box art, hey, Banyan, uh, and, uh, you know, all about painting your army. I uh, also like color choices as in what colors go together really well and which ones don't, etc., uh, etc., uh, but before we get to that, let's go ahead and get to the business. Yes, Cookie, you should paint your army. <laughs> we want to thank one of our sponsors. But isn't this how you should paint every army? <laughs> we want to thank our sponsor, Turbo Dork, uh, for the lovely, lovely metallic and turbo shifting paints. Uh, we do have some more gift certificates to give away, so stay tuned. We will make an announcement. You can go and check those out. We want to thank Creature Caster. Don't forget to check them out on their awesome miniatures they have on their page, but also their tribe, which is on my manufacturing. Subscribe to it. You get not only, I think it's 12 miniatures, uh, and one of them is like a super big miniature that goes with it, but also a fifth edition module that goes with the miniatures. So you got some cool stuff. Uh, I want to thank Parabellum War Games for their awesome, awesome conquest game and all their cool things that they do. Um, and if you like it, make sure you click the link. You can get a discount on buying their stuff. Um, I want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting our channel. Make sure you go check them out and check out their supplies. I think they have some new stuff coming for uh, MCP. And we also want to thank Midnight Heroes, uh, which he will be at uh, ReaperCon pretty soon. So make sure you go check him out. If you like good old chibi stuff, he'll have some awesome chibi and anime-style models pretty soon. Um... I think that's it. I think I got everybody. Um, do we have any shout-outs this week? Anybody? I know there was uh, one. Um, and I can't remember his name. He was actually really good. Um, I've been out of the loop this week, so I didn't hear about any. Yeah, I mean, obviously, hearts go out to everyone in uh, California. Yes. Mm, the hurricane. Yes. Not necessarily for the hurricane itself, but the flooding is fucking awful. They ain't ready for that. Yeah. Um, the guy's name is Ron Cephas Jones. Um, I learned about him during The Last of Us. He was... Uh, he was... Oh, that guy! Okay. Yeah, really, really good in Last of Us. I mean, I actually liked that show a lot. I thought it was really good. Uh, a good drama. Um, I'm not sure of anything else he was in because that's the only thing I saw him in. This is us. Or not the last one. Is the, uh, <laughs> this is us. Sorry, not the last one. I was going to say, I don't remember. Oh, he was also in Mr. Robot, which I watched. Yeah. Very, very good. Also, his daughter is also an actor. Didn't they both uh, get nominated at the same time? I saw that come through my feed earlier today. Ron Cephas Jones, he was like 60-something years old. Not uh, very old. 
But This Is Us is where I remember him. He did like, I'm looking at IMDb right now. He did 45 episodes in that show. Um, and that was a really good show. And he, he did really good in that. I really liked him. Uh, so, you know, sad to see him go. Yeah. I don't know anybody else. Is anybody? Not that's come across my uh, feed. Not that I know of either. I don't remember anything. Um, compared to Rez Gonzo, is heckin' quiet? That's a first. Yeah, no doubt. I'm always using Don't jinx the good thing. Yeah. I'll ch- I'll crank it up all the way, Banyan. Um what else? I don't think there was anything else, but we gotta get to the really important news. Nerd, what you drinking? Uh München Hofbräu Hefeweizen. So it's a nice German pale ale. Okay. John? Uh I've got a uh code fireball. Uh, I am still doing the good old Wata because I'm finishing up the rest of my uh, antibiotics I got right now. So taking that, I got to make sure to take care of myself. And, you know, it's fucking hot as balls outside. So hydration is important. Importante. (laughs) (laughs) So making sure I'm just drinking tons and tons of water. Um, Guys, please take care of yourself. Um, it is way too hot. I had a friend of mine, she went to go mow her lawn, uh, this week and she said she was out there for like 10 minutes and started to feel lightheaded. And I'd called her on her break as she was sitting down drinking water. And she was like, yeah, I hadn't drank enough water this today. And I was like, you got to, I mean, it's like where I'm at, it's like 111. So you don't fuck around with that. Yeah. Um, so I'm waiting until the heat the heat passes before I mow the other half of my lawn <laughs> that I didn't it, get to this morning. Late at night or early, early morning? Usually late at night now. Yeah, like 6 in the morning. I, I think my neighbors are going to love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. That'll work really well. Or just do it at 4 when the cat wakes me up. Yeah, 4 o'clock in the morning is fine, too. That time exists, right? <laughs> so they say. Time exists, whether it's the right time is a whole different story. Well, that's a certain point of view, sir. <laughs> Ooh, I could just do it at 420 and claim what I'm doing. What is it? <laughs> oh. Anyway. Guys, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you watching. Um, make sure to check us out on all of our things. Um, we are doing a little few more changes to the channel. Not big now we've already changed you know a, a decent we got the new stuff. logo the new yeah. logo we got new colors we also got uh new music um but also we're gonna be doing some emotes we just gotta check finances because you know we pay people to do shit because we aren't that cool to do it ourselves <laughs> so we'll be having Man, uh, you like stick figure emotes i'm on it oh yeah yeah all day i can do stick figure emotes no problem oh yeah hands down so we have some I could probably coming. even animate a stick figure emote. Ooh. <laughs> well, he does level. this. Good, but I could do it. Pretty match for good. This is skills, Just dab. Dab. <laughs> emote dab. Um, as always, folks, if you see something, say something. If you, you can do something. something. If you hear something, <laughs> say something. If you can do something, do something. If you can't, find someone that will. Because uh, we need to look out for each other out there. Uh, especially nowadays. Um, 
We love you. Cheers. 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 Nice and cold. Frosty. Nice and room temperature. All right. (laughs) There's ice cubes in it. Also, secret helps water down the drink as the night goes on because you know how I get. (laughs) You can. And I may or may not have been drinking since about eleven thirty. Did you get towed up from the flow up? I mean, a little bit. Um, okay, but uh, before we get started, I wanted to show off some of these brine blood models. Uh, oh yes, please. This is. I'm gonna see if make sure this is all. Uh, yeah, this is one of the warlocks. I've already primed. I'm sorry, but yes, it is a starfish wielding a gun. That's fantastic. I'm here for it. I would paint him like Patrick Starfish. But yes, this is a starfish on his shoulder that wields a pistol. Uh, like they do. This is, where's the surgeon? So there's a troll surgeon, and the troll surgeon um, heals either, you know, models or war beasts and such. And so I love that he's wielding a softened fish. So he can properly, you know, fix people up. Nice. Nice. Um, and then there's, of course, a ton of pirates, which are the main force. And they've got all different size. So here's like one of the female troll pirates. Oh, I like that blade. Yeah, the big old cutlass. And then there's just... Mm-hmm. Nor- and they're all varying size. None of them look alike. None of hey, them are Hellboop. the same. Hey, Hellboop. Hello. Uh, the sculpts are really clean. Um, no issues um, with anything. What's another? Oh, yeah. Here's another female one that was really cool. Big old plumage on her head. I mean, they're all nice. like legit. Um Pirates. I really like this pirate because he's got the diving helmet on. Ooh, that's always fun. Yeah. It was really, really cool. You know, it's kind of hard to see. It's prime black, but. Uh, and then you have the pigs, which are mini trolls. And yes, cookie pirate ladies. Little pig troll pirate ladies, even. Um. I really like, where's the one, this one, yeeting bombs. Yeet. But they're all, I mean, complete pirate themed. Um, This is one of the, I don't have the fins, but, you know, here's the start of. This one's all crab-like. It's got, you know, crab shells and stuff like that. One of the war beasts. Um, Where did his head go? It's off. It'll grow back. It's a troll. But these are the little pygmies. And they're just... Good job, Hilbert. Legitimately, Privateer Press did an amazing job with the sculpts. Amazing job with the 3D prints. Um, There's just so much good stuff. And all the troops look really good. Um... Can't wait. Uh, the one thing I did want to show off was the Orgoth Tarask. 
which is their new 80 millimeter model. And just look at this beefy motherfucker. Ooh, look at them tusks. He's a big old dude. Sure looks like a scorn thing. Very, uh, the, the beast is very scornish. Uh, here is a heavy war beast. I believe we call that scorny. It is very scorny. So here's a heavy troll blood, brine blood, war beast. And here's the 80 millimeter model. Why do, why do I have such expensive taste in minis? This one's $145. It's the Sea King Trollblood Gargantuan Warbeast. He looks oh, so yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have expensive taste in minis. They, well, uh... you just could look at the big ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because I mostly paint big minis. Oh, yeah. that uh, Captain Mizzy has that one. She can send you some pictures of it. It's, it's an amazing model. Yeah. Stupid amazing model. Oh, by the way, um, you know these little pallets that we've been talking about, the little uh, Turbo mm -hmm, Dork mm -hmm. ones? Um, they will be selling these pretty soon. I did talk Excellent. with them, and they'll be selling the new ones, which will be the less material and cheaper for them and for us. Um, but uh, those will be coming out pretty soon. And uh, cool. since we're sponsors, they're giving us some free copies. Oh, that's even better. <gasps> Waiting. Also, they are doing. They are sponsoring Warfare Week in this uh, year again, and there'll be some paints in the VIG, and they'll be giving away these as door prizes for people, the new ones. Awesome. So, if you want some cool shit, go get the VIG. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and work on my dude. Yeah, he's looking pretty gross and disgusting. And the model's looking pretty good, too. Yeah. So, I'm going to do a little bit of highlighting with this uh, tainted snow <laughs> color from Cuttlefish. Uh, just to do a little bit of highlighting on the green. Uh, and then I'm going to use, I thought this would be really neat, is use this dragon eye blue for the wings. Mm, that'd be a good color for that. That way it'll kind of make it kind of stand out and kind of feather it out and make it lighter. Because uh, it'll be, you know, because we got lighter in here and then go darker. And then on the ridges of where the wings are, I was going to use this uh, upchuck green to See, highlight those. The wings where I'd want to try a turbo dork something color shifty at the end to see if I get it that sort of, you know, cool shifty look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my thought looking at it, but. I'm crazy like that. I think the tarot would be a really the tarot purple turbo dark would look really pretty in there. Well, I'm definitely going to use uh, when we were talking about you know that brassy metallic from Turbo Dork for all the metal bits on this dude. Life on Mars. Yeah, yeah. I think we were talking about Life on Mars is the one. But I was going to use. Oh, that's a good color. It's <laughs> my favorite. This tainted snow just to highlight a little bit of the spots that are on this guy. Uh, to make him extra pussy yellow Ugh. type thing. So since we're talking about color, so one of our listeners, which is our, you know, fourth member, uh, Captain Mizzy was working on some models and she's painting up her brine bloods. 
and the Brian Blood, she's painting up, and, you know, she's doing her own color scheme. But it got me thinking that we have a lot of models coming out, a lot, and people are, I wouldn't say getting back into it, but you understand what I'm saying. When we have new things coming out, and a lot of people are painting more, which is good. Um, and people are coming up with new models and new armies, and things are just happening now because we're, you know, post-pandemic mm -hmm. type thing. And we haven't talked about painting new armies. Now, things like Judgment, MCP, there's, and I don't want to say there's a theme, but there's not a, you know, everybody looks the same or everybody has the same style. They're not really in uniforms, let's Correct. say. In some cases, most cases, because eh. like certain ones, like even MPC, MCP have... Uh, Uniforms. Hashtag X-Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could go that way. <clears throat> but for the most part, they're all kind of unique characters. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all the things that I'm painting up right now, my uh, judgment models, they're all unique type thing. They're not everyone. Like, this one's kind of pussy, demony, you know, nurgly type. This one's, you know, more of a corn, you know, red demony like type thing. So they're all going to be you know a little bit different i have one elf here and i'll work on her later what you got against elves okay and then i've got you know another do demon. you need me to get out the list and then i have one more <laughs> demony like tame type one but that's you know going to be like that type thing but so an important note of that before we get into painting armies is just because they're all different doesn't mean you can't put some unifying features on. Correct. Absolutely. Like you should be doing the bases in a very similar fashion. It's one of the <clears throat> benefits of Marvel Crisis Protocol is that since they all have the same basic city type bases, you can have the same colors on all the bases and it immediately unifies it more. But more than that, you can use reuse colors. Yes. You know, like if you use the uh, Life on Mars and a lot of the metallics there, you can put that through to other metallics on the other uh, models. So now you've got a color that brings them together, makes it seem like they're a force. Yeah, like pick a triad and you could like vary. There's variants that you could do within that triad of colors. Oh, you're going advanced. By triad, she means three colors like in a triangle on the color wheel. Sorry. No, you're fine. We've talked about the color wheel way in the past. I figure I remind everyone. But that's no, a good idea. You can, you can use that. I just My actually... design class is coming out. No. Well, we always say you should have a color wheel handy just so you can have an idea. It helps a lot. But even more than that, just having a color go through models will bring them together. You know, you don't even have to be as far as getting multiple colors. And you use different shades of might, but... If you just have one, like I said, if you just, he just painted the you know life on Mars on the metallics and it goes to the other one has a sword, paints that life on Mars, it'll start bringing the models together. With between the bases and that, you'd be like, okay, that is a group together. Wow, sixteen colors material palette. That's that's a bit. I don't think I have quite as many on my palette, but I mean I'm gonna paint all my differently anyway. Some of my armies are armies right now that I'm painting. It's a BattleTech actually, BattleTech, and that's like. Less than 10 colors. Maybe 10 if I get wild. So, but paint an army, that's a lot different if they are uh, uniformed similarly. And they're not always. Let's be honest. 
Not all these companies go so far as to make their armies uniform. And it's okay. You might have something like Trollbloods where a little more ragtag where you can just go for that that color or triad like nerd set and that'll do it. Yeah, like my 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 pirates, my Trollblood, my Brineblood pirates are going to their main color is going to be a purple. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could go for I don't know, white, pink and turquoise-ish maybe, something like that. You can just make whatever you want and just use those colors in maybe not a huge variation across the entire army. And even if they're all just unique, it'll go a long way. Oh, yeah. Style and variant. I mean, I did that with uh, my mercenaries for uh, War Machine of Hordes, where they are not uniform by any stretch, but the colors repeat over the army. There's a lot of colors I just reuse again and again and again. It makes them look more you know, uniform enough. Oh, well, you know, like, this is a force together. These are all John's mercenaries. I can see that. Yeah. And if you're wanting to, like, say, build your own color palette or color scheme for it, um, there's a lot of great resources out there. Um, Adobe has one that where you can literally just, like, upload a photo and it will pull the colors from that photo and or image or whatever and be like, hey, I really like this bird. And it will pull the main colors from it and be like, okay, here's your color palette. And I cannot say enough how much I love a picture for reference. Yeah. You may not even use all of it. But, you know, when I started painting rocket exhaust for uh, MODOK, boom, picture of rocket uh, taken off. That there you go, Cookie. A, a ton. Just any picture. Like one of my, uh, she was an arty friend, but when an arty friend started painting Nagas up for the old Legend of the Five Rings uh, miniature game, and she's got a book on snakes. This oh, is yeah. pre smartphones and just started painting up like snakes it looked great you, you can do oh that. i'm sure yeah now with the internet you don't even need to go that far exactly i dropped a link in the chat with for the adobe color wheel <coughs> so yeah interior decorator palettes work as well like you can go to if say you're at your local hardware store and you're walking through the paint department boom They've got color color palettes out the wazoo mm -hmm. for free. Yeah. It'll work. Um, but just like using a picture, feel free to steal your paint scheme from anything you fucking want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did an entire werebear like Winnie the Pooh for fun. That's a comment. I have a... Uh, <laughs> Slate Ridge Mauler from uh, Malifaux that's painted up like Winnie the Pooh. My uh, ex-roomie did it for me because I yep. like Winnie the Pooh because he's fucking gangster. Yeah. Flung across the forest. What do you say? Oh, bother. Gangster. <laughs> uh, I have a friend that, uh, that uh, well, I can't pull it down. It, well, I'd pull it down, but it wouldn't be easy to see on stream because it's primed white. Um, but I've got a Wonderland Caterpillar that a friend painted a couple different versions of. She did it in the traditional blue and pink. And then she also did one like Heimlich from A Bug's Life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Shamelessly steal color schemes from whatever you want. It doesn't yeah. even matter. Stuff in your childhood. Just start searching on the internet. You can even search like just random stuff. Like uh, when I painted Omega Red, I wanted to keep in the normal colors, but not exactly. So I went and looked and I found a 
fan art of some Red Ranger from some Sentai series that was like, I'm using those color schemes. I like the way it went together, and boom, went. Yeah. And that's even talking about Marvel Crisis Protocol, you know? Don't be... I'm going to start with this one now to prepare for potential rant. You can paint by the box art if you like, but in general, fucks the box art. You don't need that shit. Yep. That's someone else's paint scheme. You can paint it however you want. Someone actually said to me, like, it was like, I mean, wait, I can paint my Marvel models, like, whatever I want. I'm like, yes. They're your models. Your models, however you want. And to that extent, I know we're talking about painting here, but Cookie asked this earlier, you know, oh, I have to paint my armies. No. As a matter of fact, you don't fucking have to paint your armies. Nope. If you want to play your hobby, your hobby. Now, we encourage you to. We like playing with painted armies, but I'm not going to turn someone away just because I'm not painted an army. If you're there to have fun, we're going to have fun. But I will also help you in all I can to help you paint your army. That's a funny Xander. I actually had, uh, I used a very darkish gray for my chainsword color for my space marines. And someone's like, you didn't paint your chainswords. And I'm like, I damn sure did. He's like, no, you didn't. And the tournament director, knowing that I just repaint it, goes up and takes a, you know, back of a hobby knife. And goes, look. And there's like the slightest difference between the gray that was underneath and the gray I painted it. He's like, okay, fine. Like, yep, fuck off, dude. But also, that shouldn't matter, you know? Like, I, I don't like seeing bare plastic and stuff, but if bare plastic is the color you want it, that's okay. Don't let anyone tell you how to paint your models. Anyways, back to the advice, if you wish to paint your models. Yeah, don't, don't worry about the box art. Like, my ex-wife looked at the old Eldar Codex for models and said, I can't paint like that, so I'm not even going to try. Yeah. I mean, like, those are... Especially for if you're getting into the hobby, those are done by professional painters. I've been doing this for years, and I still can't paint like that. Yeah, that's not my style. I am a cart. I am very much a cartoony style. So, like, even if I were to go paint it, it's not going to look anything like the box art. Yeah, and it's, it's okay just if you not don't. My style. Like yeah. honestly, the one thing I love most about what GW does nowadays is they show off a lot of people's models. And they don't just go for the top, top tier. They go for stuff that's interesting, so you can see. Um, when they put out some of their painting books, back after Games Workshop, the blue ones, how to paint Citadel miniatures and such, they got a bunch of different people from the studio to paint models, and they weren't all like what you'd call top tier. Some of yeah. them were weird and different, and that helps. It shows, it shows encouragement rather than going, oh, I can't paint that good. I'm also here to tell you, some of those models... I know some of those big painters. Trent Nyman, love the dude, would often paint just the front of the Space Marine for pictures. Because <laughs> he ain't got time to do the whole model in that particular level, because it takes a while sometimes. Yeah. They can't, they can't all be Dave Taylor and paint like an army in, you know, 20 minutes. Cause... <laughs> yeah, is that, that fake comic book look? That is something I would love to get down that, like, cell shaded. Oh, yeah. That is something that Epic Duck, Mike Cousins, teaches. Uh, and I would love to take one of his classes sometimes and learn that. Yeah, that's good stuff. I mean, that's a good note also is you should, when you're looking for a paint scheme, you should note what your painting style is. And if you're looking to paint an army or if you're looking to challenge yourself. And I don't generally suggest challenging yourself on an army. Yep. I suggest challenge yourself on a model and then maybe carry it over to the army. But that's your call. You do you. But that is yeah. my suggestion on that. But if you know what style you want to paint, like not Brushhead Dave, 
he is a wash and dry brusher. So he paints everything so he can wash it and dry brush it. Nothing wrong with that. He paints all of his models. They look good on the tabletop. Who cares, right? He's happy yep. with them. That's what matters. But he doesn't try and look for anything outside of that because that's all he wants. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If you've gotten to a point where you're like, everything I paint is tabletop quality. That is what we call good enough. Yep. And that's great. That's that's better than some, some people can't even get there. Don't even want to get there. Yeah. It's okay. But steal, steal, steal all your paint scheme ideas. Steal from superhero costumes. Steal from anything. Like my uh, Rulik models, dwarves from uh, War Machine of Hordes, are painted like Crimson Guard from uh, G.I. Joe. Why? Because I looked at one and I'm like, yeah, I'm stealing that paint scheme. Let's go. What is the most difficult approach possible? No, that's not the right plan. Uh, blindfolded, that's what. Or give yourself glasses. I th I've seen glasses that put everything in grayscale. Doing that, you end up with, you get your tones and values right, but you have no idea what the color is until you're done. That would be, well, I mean, obviously you can see it on the, on the paint. Well, yeah, if you if you were hiding your paints, if yes. just randomly selecting paints. Or just painting like that, that's the right, that's what I need on this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another one. You get stuck in a recipe and a, and a pool of paints that you use a lot. Sometimes you need to go outside that. Yeah. Sometimes you need to go, hey, I like this color I found at the game store. Try it on in a model. Um, if you don't have a random model to trust it on, just get a cool Reaper model. They have such inexpensive models that have good detail. You can test all sorts of stuff on them. Yeah. Like, or, this is a WizKids model. This is a Fire Lord that somebody asked me to paint in a blue scheme. And boom. Yeah. Like, you can go way outside the box in terms... Like, I even painted a face on there where there is no face. Yeah. It's just flat and smooth. And, like, you can add... You can do so much. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you, you need to start looking for other colors. Like we got all these, uh, Guns and I got all these uh, cuttlefish colors. So I'm trying them out on stuff. They're not all necessarily my thing. It is most definitely made for a painting style that is not the one I use. Because <laughs> I prime everything black and I don't use a highlighter or any of that. That sounds mm -hmm. like work. Before I work and I don't want to do that. But I still find uses for them and... You try them all. Like I got my scourge on my my hobby streak. I went. I'm gonna try this black forest color out. I'm like, okay, this is actually like a greenish gray. Interesting. It may not be right for the model, but I've tried it now. Now I know what it looks like. Yeah. Because you can't know until you try it. And remember, like like Kathy used to say, it doesn't matter unless you get an obscene amount of coats of paint on something. You don't have to worry about stripping it or whatever. Just get another thin down coat over it. Yeah. And at the point you do get that many, you can clean just that part. I can help you. Sometimes when you strip a mini, they end up looking really cool and you don't even want to repaint it like my Beholder. Yeah. Because I couldn't get all the paint out of it and ended up looking like this crazy albino Beholder and I just left it that way. Yeah, sometimes you get that. But also, you don't even have to necessarily strip the whole thing. Yeah. I uh, I got a custom sculpted Ashlyn for uh, uh, War Machine of Hordes and I painted it and the face looked like crap. So literally, I just took acetone and a q-tip and i took the paint off just the face area there you Got go some water denatured it and then waited for it to, to dry up primed it again 
No, Mike, you should be able to do uh, all sorts of links you want. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there, there are ways around that, but don't hesitate to try the colors. you got to know sometimes, yeah. right? And we can't all just, you know, take the time to maybe paint. You may not have the time to paint a model. Maybe like, let's see if this works. It looks about right in the bottle. Okay, it, it drives a little different color in the bottle. Maybe not what you're looking for right now, but now, again, you know. You know it's out the battle. It is. Yeah, like this was supposed to be a black moose covered in flames, and I'm doing it in a galaxy pattern. You don't have to do. Nope. Yeah, the the the, the, the... yeah. So the the theory that you have to paint stuff like the box art, and even GW has come out and said on their uh, Twitter or something, you don't have to paint stuff like the box. And I and I applaud them for that because too many people just think that your ultramarines don't have to be blue. You can use altering rules and paint them whatever fucking color you want. It's okay. Just paint the models like you want. Worry about the rules later. You know? Now, obviously, there's some things where if you're playing a specific model that only works in a certain army, you're going to have to use that army. But the color scheme still doesn't matter. Yeah. And don't let any anyone at a game store or anything tell you, oh, you're playing Blood Angels. They have to be red. No. Fuck off. I think the but if only... not blue, are they still Smurfs? <laughs> I think the only game system that really cares about where you know what color it has to be are the historical accuracy ones. And, yeah, and really, they only care about it if they're doing like a competition painting thing or grading what they that's... look like or whatever. But that's a whole so, different story, anyway. I have to say, this unfortunately false. Those guys are fucking a little much at times. Yeah, and not all of them, but. And it's okay. You know if you're playing with those guys and they will, you know, they'll help you. You'll be like, oh, cool, we got all these resources to see what they should be painted for the what we're doing. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But in general, don't let them, anyone, tell you how to paint your models. They're your models. You paint them how them. you want. I think probably yeah. my favorite variation on a uh, Warhammer mini that I've seen friend of mine took a noise marine and painted it based on skittles and it was Perfect. probably one of the m most fabulous minis i've seen painted and i never would have thought of using candy as an inspiration but it totally worked i mean uh he's not here rick is not a ferret who also is also a streamer uh has space marines that are all different colors and we call them skittle marines uh, Hobby Time at Healy's uh, is doing uh, Soup Cast Eternals, where yeah. all the shields are soup ca soup and bean cans. <laughs> I think I saw that one day when you were streaming. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, don't don't let that don't let that stop you. Find a scheme you like, use it. Um, and for the stuff like we're talking about, Marvel Crisis Protocol or anything where you've got specific characters. Let's say you want to stay somewhat comic accurate. That's fine. I understand that. But you can always look to see if they've had an alternate costume that has a different paint scheme that you'll like. Half my stuff is alternate paint schemes. Like, I go online, I search this character's costumes. I'm like, oh, cool, there's one that I like that's better than the standard. You know, maybe you don't want to paint Quicksilver in powder blue because you don't like painting powder blue. Cool. There's another scheme out there, I guarantee you. And if not, just paint what you want. Maybe you come up with something, you know? Yeah. It's it's fine. It's 
paint that motherfucker. Maybe you painting. Maybe you're resembling Necron Immortals, and you don't want to paint them all metallic colors. Paint them what you want. You want them all pink? Fucking do it. It'd be great. I think the only things that I've ever painted like the box art are my uh, labyrinth board game minis. That's fair. And thankfully, then, somebody had tutorials on Insta or on YouTube. Otherwise, I would have had no clue. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many resources nowadays. Oh yeah. You know, like we we joked earlier about how, you know, maybe social media is not so great right now, but there are parts where it's just amazing. You jump on there and go, hey, you know, at whatever crew, I need ideas for painting this. You'll get them. Oh yeah. And then you'll get people sharing it, and you'll get all sorts of ideas, and it'll be great. Cookie. Synth wave Necrons. There you, there you go. Good friend uh, Rainer72 does synth wave really, really well, by the way. So does Hurt Superset. I've seen a Tron style Tau where all the lines are. Ooh, yeah. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah, that would be a lot of pain, s- but yeah. man. Like, I, I'm thinking of stuff that I saw at Adepticon. And, like, I saw maybe five of the same model. Not a single one of them was the same. Like, everybody had their own interpretation of what the model should look like or color oh, schemes and all of that. That's and it should be. Exactly. I mean, you, you don't you don't have to you don't have to paint by numbers so much. Sometimes you do. Sometimes it's a character you love. You want to paint it just like uh, they're, quote, unquote, supposed to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. Feel free. You can find people to help you with that as well. Reach out to people. Ask for help. It's not just for everything else. Yeah. There's a lot of painting people, and I guarantee you, there's almost no painting people who don't want to help other people with stuff. Yeah. Even if you're like, hey, I'm going to enter this same contest as you, they welcome the challenge. They're great. That's the, the, my favorite part about the painting community is it's not like, oh, I've got a secret recipe for now. You did that shit doesn't happen. Yeah. They might have a color mix that's like something they do exclusively and they may not tell you that, which is fine. But they'll tell you techniques and all. Yeah. They're out there for sharing. It's great. Yeah. Mental Health Charity Painters, which is another group that I work with, um, they have done busts and stuff like that where they'll have like eight or ten people all painting the same bust and the variations that you get are amazing. Like they did Gambit. They, uh, I have one. Ah, Yes. I have Moon Knight. So I never would have thought of Moon Knight in red, but I absolutely love this. Yeah. Mr. Knight. Yeah. That's the kind of thing you, you should be doing on your models. However you want to, if you look at something like that would look good in this color, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. We took the uh, Turbo Dork Pink. And we tried it on Marines. Didn't quite work the way we wanted it to. But, you know, we tried it, right? Sacrifice one Marine for the chance. Maybe it looks good. Maybe it doesn't. That's what my Stormcast Eternal is for. He is he is my paint tester. <laughs> I, I did that on one of mine as well. I, I painted a whole, all the, the whole Turbo Dork, the first paint I got just to try it out. It was a good learning opportunity. Yeah. You know, painting an entire Imperial Knight... And like pink sounds amusing. <laughs> right. Where would I find an Imperial Knight? I don't know. Maybe right behind you? Yes. 
but yeah, so that kind of thing, you know, don't, don't do it. Uh, but again, make sure when you're, when you're making your paint scheme and you're looking at something, you're not like going, Oh, I want to paint that Tron like Tau. And then realizing you can't do straight lines. Like I feel you there. I struggle with straight lines myself sometimes. That's me. So you go, okay, that'd be cool, but maybe I need to work on other stuff before I can go there. And that, that's fine. You, as a wise man once said, man's got to know his limitations. So, you know, you, you have to know what you can and can't do. And like I said, whether or not you want to challenge yourself. Sometimes you got to challenge yourself, I feel, but. Yeah, like not, the. I felt like the Winnie the Pooh werebear was a huge challenge for me because it's yeah. totally out of my, it was colors out of my, out of what I was used to. I don't normally paint, paint yellows and then trying to match colors to go with that other than the red, like trying to figure out what else to go with other than just the standard red and yellow for Winnie the Pooh, what else to make it pop. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, that that's a good challenge once in a while. Like, so you don't necessarily want to do it with an army, but maybe you're like, yeah. I want to paint this army in a new thing, and I've got this idea, it's great. you got to challenge yourself. you got to start off with, I mean, if you're playing Space Marines, start off with a uh, with a Primaris Lieutenant or something. Or a Captain. There's a million of them out there. I know they're a little pricey nowadays. Or or take one of your Marines and just start trying that that scheme out. Sometimes you got to. You know, but don't, you can't be afraid of painting it. You know, we get that point. I get that point. That's why I never painted. I took so long to paint that uh, custom sculpted model I had because I was afraid that I'd fuck it up. But at some point, it, you just, you just got to stop being afraid and just go. Yeah. I mean, you, these are, you can clean up whatever you messed up. Literally, unless you take a knife and you cut part of it off. And even then, unless it's a super limited edition, you can probably find another one. But don't be afraid of that. You got to paint stuff. Just just give it a shot. Again, LED lighting in a mini. That would be L. Marshall. He's done that a bit. I have not. But if you really need Cookie, I could put you in touch with him and he could probably give you some help. I have not, but I have one that I'm planning to do an LED Ooh. in it. So here, let me show you. I've got this set piece or this terrain piece that I've drilled the keyhole out and I'm going to be putting uh, an LED behind the keyhole so that it is like glowing from behind. Awesome. So that'll be, that'll be my first foray into uh, LEDs and doing anything like that. So that'll be a fun challenge. Yeah. That's the kind of thing you got to challenge yourself once in a while, you know? Yep. Whether it be the LED lighting, the painting, or maybe even sculpting part of a model. Like, oh, hey, this part isn't right. Let me sculpt something. Let me tell you, sculpting is daunting, but not as bad as you think. Yeah. Part of it's just taking your time, having a... I mean, I don't even have a lot of tools. I have a sculpting tool, and I've sculpted all sorts of stuff. Nothing super amazing, but... Yeah, you know, I reposed the model and had to cut a chunk out of his leg to get it to pose properly. It sounds like, oh, I got to create, you got to re replace a portion of his leg. How do you do that? You just put putty in and then you shape it. I, mean, I know I'm oversimplifying, but to a point, you're just like, the folds of the of the cloth is already there. You just got to follow what's there to what's on the other one. 
It's yeah. like connecting the dots. It's way easier than you think. It's a good primer to doing that stuff. But, you know, it's intimidating. I understand. But you can't let it intimidate you. You got you to gotta get at it if you want it. Don't let it roll intimidation on you. Nope. Nope. Laugh Don't let it. it win. Again, you can fix it. Even if you're sculpting something, you can fix it. Yep. Just try, try again. Remember, we don't all get get good overnight. It's not like we just showed up and we all knew how to paint. Because I can tell you, I wish I still had some of those models I first painted. Woo! They were not good. For my uh, stream of my two year stream anniversary, I pulled minis that I painted ten years ago, and recreated the color schemes on. I did a better job on some of those 10 years ago than I did trying to redo it. <laughs> I bought all the same models for Reaper and tried to recreate them. And like some of them I'm like, got spot on even better. Some of the other ones I'm like, how did I do this the first time? Sometimes you just get that magic where the the paint just goes on just right. And you're like, yeah. And I didn't know what I was doing back then. I was like, okay, that, 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 that. I mean, theoretically, yeah. 10 years ago, I knew what I was doing. Theoretically. 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 10 years ago ain't as long as I thought it was. 2013. God, I was probably playing War Machine of Hordes. I was painting my first ever minis. Oh. Back for my Pathfinder campaign. I was glad I don't have all those white dwarves where you know I had to paint a model every month in the back. And they have pictures and all. And I'm like, wow, that was a while ago. Because that was the early 2000s. That was like 20 years ago. <gasps> that was painting before was. that. Okay. I think at this point you could say I've been painting for about 30 years. Yeah. I'm still kind of mad. So don't feel bad about it. Any of you. You know? You spend a lot of years just painting. Maybe just getting by and not thinking about improving it. It's okay. You don't have to be great at everything. What? In fact, not everyone the is great. What's wrong with you? Excuse me, I'm a perfectionist. I have to be perfect at everything. Well, I have first some time, bad news. First time out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm not, I'm a piece of shit, and I'll never be able to do it again. Yep. And that, everyone, is how you don't do it. <laughs> don't do that. I used to always say. Models get to a point when you're painting them where they look like crap and you fucking hate them. And you want to be like, fuck, I can't paint. Fuck this model. Fuck all of this. Don't do that. Push through it. It's transitory. Also, it looks like crap because you're not done. Yeah. Don't be afraid to also set a model down and revisit it at a later time. If you're feeling yes. burnt out or really hating the color scheme... Set it aside for a bit. When you find mm -hmm. figure out what you want to do or you are in the headspace or have the energy to work on it again, then do it. Don't try to push through something you don't like. When you've got the spoons, come back to it. Yep. That's why it took me six months to paint one mini. <laughs> I mean, I set aside a lot of these models for a while and came back and, you know, finished them. You know, it, it, yeah. it can happen to anyone. Burnout's real. Life gets busy. I mean... Painting's supposed to be enjoyable, but again, we get that one point. It doesn't happen necessarily. I'll say this, uh, you know, as someone who's getting better, it doesn't happen to me as much as it used to anymore. 
I've changed my painting style, so I'm doing colors and I'm cleaning up here or there as I go, so I don't get to that point where it looks like Garbo. Like how I put uh, Beta Ray Bill, I put like everyone goes like, "Hey, what should I do? Should I do this with the lightning or not?" One of my buddies is like, "You're gonna do more? That's past done, as far as I'm concerned." Yeah, I, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, "It looks great just the way it is." Yeah. I haven't even done anything with the cape yet. I just painted the cape red. It's not even washed or anything. But the light falls, and you see all the folds, and it looks pretty good, because you got that right there. I mean, yes, sorry to Michael Lavoie, if your hand explodes and all your projects for summer get canned, then you're going to have to take a break. That's an unfortunate break, but... Self-care is important on any level. What? Even if it's enforced on you by the universe. Yes. It's unfortunate. And maybe it's time to do something else, you know, with your time that you can do. Something, little little change of pace. I always find when I take a change of pace, you know, with the hobby streak, I only paint about a half an hour a day, so it never gets to that. It never feels daunting at that point. But, you know, sometimes you take a break or you, you, you take a light day where you're like, I'm just going to lightly assemble some stuff, and you get a little refreshed. You get to do tough. And sometimes I paint more. Sometimes I paint just 30 minutes. It's all good. You know, but that's the thing you got to find for yourself. Are you a, you know, here's an entire unit. I'm going to go just go at it with this unit. If that works for you, do it. And that's another thing you have to know. You know, you can get advice from everyone on how to paint lots of stuff, especially army how to, you know, batch painting, blah, blah, blah. You have to find what's right for you, which might involve some trial and error and might involve some frustration. But you can't let it get you down. To hit your support group up, get them to go like, hey, I'm not liking this. What do you guys think? We can be your support group if you want. I'm happy to help. Put yourself in the Discord channel and you can write through stuff there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Happy. Like, We're all I happy to help. until things need to dry, too. I totally get that. Yeah, that's why I have multiple models on rotation. Generally, three Marvel Crisis Protocol, then a couple of this in the background in case I want a complete change of pace. I don't hesitate to put them all aside and go get something new if I just want a complete, total, like, just something else to do. Yep. You know? And and paint for a goal. You can paint, 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 paint. And once in a while, you need to paint a model that you just fucking want to paint. Do that. But if you're painting an army, you should be painting for a goal. And it should be realistic. It shouldn't be like, I'm going to complete the whole army in this month. That's That's a tall order. I mean, unless you're Dave Taylor, then maybe it's not a tall order. Maybe you've got that skill. Maybe you can paint that fast. Not everybody's if a so, speed painter. Exactly. But if you are, that's good too. But yeah. set yourself a goal and try to finish it. You know? Like, I'm painting stuff for Asgard for uh, freaking uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm going to continue that until, you know, I'm doing two Asgard models and one not. Just to mix things up here or there. I'll do that until I'm done with them, and then I'll go on to something else. Maybe I'll paint some more 40K. Maybe I'll paint a giant pink knight. Who knows? Do it. I might. Pink we and turquoise. use for your airbrush. Magenta and green? It's not set up green? yet, but yes. Magenta and green. Bleen. Bleen? Kathy never talked about bleen. It was one of her favorite colors. It's blue-green. Magenta and bleen were her, were her so, color schemes. So turquoise. She always said turquoise to me. Uh, I heard it as Bleen. I was introduced to it as Bleen. <laughs> I like her. Like no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. I. No, I, I get you, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those things. You know, maybe you got to take a break and paint something else. 
you know also depends on how you do stuff if you are a must be fully painted to play it guy you should be painting just to be fully playable and then back and forth i didn't get to listen to her her, her stream as much as you guys did because i was generally at work gotcha and now we seem to show up all when she was reading <laughs> not bad just different speaking of reading small. media is it already that time no we got seven minutes oh we yeah. got okay i'm my clock is non-existent <laughs> that was funny that was the only thing that bothered me i i uh i did a, i was actually super uh active yesterday and did a lot, got a lot of stuff done even after lunch went and i'm like ended up at the local mall stopped at uh the local uh we have a local secondhand and firsthand bookstore and dvd store mm -hmm. which is great called curmudgeons uh, but i went there and i'm like i'll walk around the mall a little bit yes it's great i love them especially because uh i'll talk about this media section they had a movie i can't find easily anywhere else just sitting on the shelf Okay. But uh, I was walking through, just looking to see, because the mall changes occasionally. I'm like, oh, look, this guy says he fixes your electronic devices. My phone's had a problem with charging for a while. So I hand it to him. Like He's like, yeah, should be about 15, 20 minutes. It's this much if I just got to clean it, this much if I got to replace the part. Cool. I wandered off. My only thought was, huh, how am I going to know 15 or 20 minutes? That was my only thought without the phone. You're aware of watch. No, I, uh, bad depth perception. I run into walls. It takes chunks out of, uh, walls. I know it sounds weird, but. You know, they just happens. installed that wall yesterday. Oh, fuck that wall. It knows what it did. <laughs> but no, I, I, then I noticed I have, uh, I had my iPod with me. So I'm like, oh, I got time on the iPod. But that was the only thing I missed is like the time, like, because I got to watch. And I know I can turn it inside out so that it's on the face, but that just still means the back clasp takes giant chunks out of the wall when I bend to them. <laughs> so I just don't. But anyways, painting. Yes. So, back to the topic. Make make a plan. Paint to your strengths or to what you want to become your strengths. Uh, do not hesitate to steal from anything. There's a lot of resources. Yeah. Like your Battletech models, there's camo specs online where you can see lots of people's submitted paint schemes. Look at books, look at historical books, look at comic book stuff, look at especially comic book stuff because, man, there's some costumes out there that might just inspire you. Accurate. Accurate. I've gotten lots of that. And then, like, if you're even if you're painting something that's. Well, if you're painting for historical and the guys you play with want it to be accurate. Get the appropriate books, paint like that. But uh, if you're painting something that has, you know, Marvel Crisis Protocol or whatever, has specific paint schemes, <laughs> fucking go online and find something else you like. Most these characters what... have multiple paint schemes. Yeah. Illustration and costume design, also very good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Didn't want to get started on a new color because I was like, hmm. Got to wait for the wings to dry and because I want to darken them up near the pustules and stuff so i gotta wait for all that to dry so i'm like yep. i'm not gonna get back into pustules. it this is where where if i were on my hobby streak i'd put that model aside and pick up another model and start painting on that yeah yeah it, it would be set that aside i would pick up probably the other gross tusk you know 
pustule one and work on him for a bit. Yeah, Cookie, yeah, you're cookie. not wrong. Yeah, but look it out. Look, also, there's just so many video games that came out like 90s, early 2000s, where they just put when the big thing was like in fighting game style alternate schemes. They made a bunch up for that. That's where I got the turquoise uh, scheme for, uh, or the Bleen, sorry, scheme for uh, uh, Modoc. But, you know, like I looked on there, and I'm looking at painting Quicksilver. I didn't like his standard powder blue and white. So I looked, I found a dark, it was like darker blue and then like actual silver for the other parts. I'm like, perfect, let's go. Ooh, I, bet that, I bet that looks great. Uh, we'll see when we get done. But working on it. It's just weird because the silver doesn't take wash well because it's just, there's not a lot of detail on it because it's just the lightning bolt down his chest and around his waist and then boots and stuff. Mm. So we'll see how it ends up looking. It'll be fine at least. I don't really care about Quicksilver that much. One of those few characters that I legitimately like the two movie versions infinitely better than the comic versions. I will agree yeah. with you on that. Especially comic the Quicksilver scene. is a fucking douche. Not wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that uh I will say the the sweet dream scene in the X Men movie with Quicksilver running through and the song playing. I'll I'll just watch that scene. I'm like, that's just so cool. Yeah, great. I mean, honestly, the, the the other scene's even the best part of that other movie. Don't worry, he's saving everyone from the school is blowing up. That's the best part of that movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Yeah, because we. Well, let's be honest. None of us that. are a fan of uh of uh. Oh yeah, it was three games for that one. The other one was uh, time in a bottle. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Oh man eyeballs see i don't even get to hardly paint that much because i'm always busy doing other things but my sunday night when we talk that's when i'm usually painting i need to do more um which i will be once um my new work schedule comes out because my new job starts in a week um and i'll figure out my schedule and start working on that stuff so it'll be interesting but got to figure that out once i just got a new email from them saying hey here's some stuff you need to do cool Yay! Stuff. Yay! Yeah, all that extra paperwork here. Here's how you set your stuff up. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do this. We want you to do this before you get to us. I'm like, yay! Type thing. But, um, and, and you know what's funny? The interesting thing about all this, no matter what, you bought it, paint it wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. That's what it really comes down to. Now, you may prefer certain colors. Like, I'm going to do my troll bloods in the purple based on, you know, my, my first troll blood that I painted, my Boomhaller one, the black and purple. One, because I like the color of purple. Two, it's black, and it's usually really easy and quick to do some of that stuff. Because <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of models to paint. And so I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to put it Because, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go to Adepticon. I want to bring my blind bloods to Adepticon. I want to bring my... Um, my judgment to Adepticon this year and uh, my Battletech I'm probably going to bring to Adepticon, but that's pretty much all painted. I'll probably just bring the same list because uh, Battletechs, depending on the era that they decide to play in, you know, I may have to redo my list. But, yep. But again, I got tons of those and that was a really easy, easy paint scheme because it's contrast red and then dry brush and then small details. <laughs> type thing but that'll be a whole different story when it comes up uh, but 
I don't know if anybody saw the pictures on our Facebook page of everything that was on my painting table. That's my painting cue right now. All my painting cue. Look, when someone in the Discord asked, said like, hey, new drinking game, take a shot for every model you have unpainted. Fuck you. Then seriously, <laughs> don't do that. You'll die. Yeah, this I is said, my I painting cue. <laughs> yeah. I said, I want clarification. Does that include every model I haven't assembled? I just need to know how dead I would be. Yeah, because I mean, I have uh, underneath the table is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine boxes of miniatures I haven't put together yet. Oh, and then I have all the ones that you sent me. Oh, I didn't send you anything. That, that no. I mean, you said you liked, you know, Harry Potter miniatures, so, you know, I made sure that you had Harry Potter miniatures. I might even be able to get my roommate to play a miniatures game because it's Harry Potter themed. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Even if I never paint them, we still got the minis. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a board game is all it is, just with miniatures. Yeah. Yeah. So, not bad. Um, just never played a miniatures game before, so... Oh, by the way, I wanted to talk to some people about stuff. Um, I have noticed a lot of people having Facebook issues. Um, I know this is kind of off topic and everything, but um, we've had hackers try to hack uh, our Facebook business pages a lot these last week and a half. So just be careful when you get messages from people saying, hey, your you know, page has been banned or whatever. There's a lot of that going on right now. Okay. Just FYI. Good to know. Um, so... I'm like, I had somebody try oh. to off. I had somebody offer to buy my Etsy shop today, and I was like, "Sure, send me the money first, then I'll send you everything else." Yeah. <laughs> oh, people be crazy, yo, yo, yo. Okay, so media section, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six things. I will technically say I also have six things. Okay. Okay, so I guess I'll go first like usual. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to be short and sweet on this. Um, uh, nerd, can you link your Etsy shop on there? Somebody's asking for it. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll get... My, well, it's my old Etsy shop that's not in use right now, so that was the one that they were trying to buy. But, Cookie, uh, everything is on my Ko-Fi. I will link that. Um, so... <laughs> Star Trek uh, season was not last week, but the week before. And it, so spoilers, course, yeah, still no, on yeah, episode two. No, not going to spoil it because I know it's still new. Um, fuck, this show is still damn good. I mean, good sci-fi is good sci-fi, and I, I just, I just love the show. I love all the characters. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I even love the musical. The musical was still fun. Wait, what? Yeah, there's a Star Trek episode where they, they the musical, musical episode. Yeah. Mu uh, uh, Which series of Star Trek is this? Uh, Strange, Strange New, New World. World. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's so many That's Star funny. Trek series from... that I'm just like, okay, are we talking about Lower Decks? Are we talking did about? Did it go Strange from the World? Lower Decks crossover to the musical episode? Yes, or... it did. It went Lower Decks musical. And they started the season with the PTSD epi episode, basically. Yes. And followed up with the Super Duper Rights episode. They're just yeah, they're just going. I I love the show. I love watching it. I love the characters. 
I love, um, and I can't remember. It's Captain Mizzy's favorite um, character, the 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 latest, the pilot, and she just is badass in this. Yes, she Ortega. There we go. Uh, she, she her facial expressions while she's flying, because you know she's looking off into you know a set, and you know she's got to pretend and everything, but. She is awesome. Uh, she, she, I love watching her fly. And there's part of this where, you know, she, they choose her to fly this for a particular thing. And you can tell she's like, oh my God, y'all are going to fucking die. And I'm going to love every minute of piloting this ship. <laughs> like the last several series. So like, it's a little hit or miss, but like Helmsman, I think is where you make or break most Star Trek series. Sulu, amazing. Uh, Next Gen didn't really have Helmsman as a thing. No, it's not really. maybe the only down thing to that. Uh, same Deep, Deep Space Nine. Um, but that's why Voyager's not so good. Tom Paris. Fuck Tom Paris. I said it. <laughs> but then you get Ortega. You get, um, what's her name from Discovery is fucking great too. Detmer? Detmer. I mean, She's great as well. So behind on Star Trek. This has just been... I'll tell you, Paramount Plus is one of those streaming services that's actually worth it. Yeah. This is. I need to sit so down good. and actually watch it. We have Paramount Plus. I just need to sit down and watch it. I, I, I feel it. I'm going to it. But, Cookie, I am happy, happy you like Tom Paris. I think he was, like most of Voyager, a wasted character. But For me, it was all about the Doctor. <laughs> yes. For Voyager. Robert Picardo. Yep. yep. Thank you. Oh, you don't like him. <laughs> Uh, also on that note, uh, fuck Chakotay too. Not just the character. <laughs> no, uh, actually, Maxim DT, I love the Flyboys. It's just Tom Paris is terrible. Head potential, but no. But I mean, I anyways, this has been just really good sci-fi that takes itself serious enough without throwing it in your face. It takes Star Trek seriously enough. It doesn't yeah. take itself serious enough, and that is what makes it work. Yeah, because, I mean, let's just say, the Lower Deck episode, that was, you know, fan service beyond belief. But it was good fan service. And then the musical episode was just good. Fun. You, I, you know what I want? I want to see the blooper reel of... No, you, know what I, you know what I want? We need a puppet episode like they did in fucking Angel. <laughs> yes! Yes! Yes, that is actually an episode episode. I've seen. I want to see. I want to see the blooper reel for the musical, and I want to see that because that's got to be hilariously fun. Yes. So, but I mean, it's just been really good. the The whole series, it was left on a cliffhanger. It was fine. I get that. It sucks. That it's cliffhanger. We know it's going to get renewed. It's yes. It, well, it, it, assuming they start paying people. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. Is it, it's. That make that's just making too much money. Too many people like that. You can't, you know, not. Well, it may be a while. Well, it's it's not about the money. Yeah, they're trying to send a message. Correct, but this one that is, is the wrong one. They're they're fucking around and finding out. Yep, but I I really enjoy it. Uh, the entire season, uh, a half if anything, but that's just like barely. You know, that's like I'm shoving a half in there because it's hard to be perfect. But it was. It was damn good. I can't wait for more. John? 
Uh, so I'm going to talk about the movie I started uh, a couple weeks ago and finally finished, if you couldn't tell by my background here. And that is Transformers uh, uh, Rise of the Beasts. Some R word of the something. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to say it started off poorly. It's just it got to a point where I was like, for fuck's sake, you're using every trope I fucking hate. Um, the early comedy was a little too much a little too bay former ish if you will um then uh the fight was really kind of lame um also i will say if you're gonna make the bad guy scourge make him fucking look like scourge uh. like, look, we're transformers we're not gonna get deep bad guys and that's fucking fine like you don't need deep bad guys Let's let's fucking put that shit to bed. When they make one, that's great. But you don't need deep bad guys. Make them look like their fucking cartoon analogs. Just in some ways. I'm actually I do not miss Shia LaBeouf. Actually, I like this guy better than Shia LaBeouf. I like actually I think he may be my favorite human protagonist when it comes down to it. He was better than Shia in the first movie. He's better than Marky Mark through both movies. Oh yeah, Marky Mark. Um, I also like the other one. The the lady in it is fine too. She oh bumblebee. Uh, the humans are great. Oh no, in this one, not not uh, not bumblebee. Oh, this one, there's okay. a lady also. Both the human characters are fine. I do have a problem that, like, they do something early on that's like a bold move considering the previous movie was bumblebee. Um, I don't hate uh, what's his nut as Mirage. I don't mind Mirage turning into a Porsche rather than a Formula One car. Formula One car on the street makes no fucking sense. I thought that hit pretty well. I think the parts that didn't hit well are Prime is characterized like shit through the first <laughs> half of the movie. Is actively annoying how bad they uh, how bad they characterized him. Um, I don't think RC actually fucking transforms through the entire movie, which is a mistake. I don't hate her being there. She does, uh, but it's not it's not good. It's it's not in any place I fucking remember. Um, I like Air Razor. I like I, I like the Maximals. I thought that was cool. I thought once you get to them in the middle part of the movie, the characterization started getting better. Even if some other things got worse there, they need someone to storyboard and fight choreography better. Yeah. They, they really dropped the there ball. There were things it. where it's like the human characters run off and Mirage goes to protect them. And then the next one shows up as fucking Optimus. I'm like, where did Mirage go in the meantime? Do you even fucking know what's going on? Like, and also there's only three of them. How just like, 80 you fucking guys get outmaneuvered by three of them. Fuck. I don't care if they're more powerful and they beat you up. That's fine. But they need some storyboarding help. Um, but overall, the heart was good. There's some good scenes. Some of the combat, like at the end of the movie, was really cool. Even if it was a CGI vomit explosion. <laughs> it's Transformers. They don't really have a choice. But I, mean, I like how... Michael Bay is tied to the project. It's kind of yeah. a given. <laughs> well, it's a Transformers. There's only so much you can do. Sure. Um... But yeah, no, I liked it overall. I, I thought it was a... I think the best I've heard is a solid movie. Someone pronounced it a solid movie? Absolutely. It was a solid movie that shouldn't have been released in summer with all the rest of the movies, and that's why it didn't do well in the theaters. Don't let the fact that it is apparently the lowest-grossing live-action Transformers stop you from seeing if you like Transformers. That's a fucking anomaly of being released in a month of fucking bangers. Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, Barbie, fucking everything else. How do you fucking... How do you compete? You don't. 
And keep in mind, your last movie was a family-friendly oriented movie. Now you're going back to the standard trying to be a blockbuster. Stop trying to be a blockbuster. Just make a good movie. Yeah. Um, Cookie Manus, I like the after credit scenes. But to be fair, I like the actor. He's from, he was in, uh, he's been in uh, a couple seasons of, what's that one? Jack Ryan? Mm. Uh, I thought it was cool. There, it's. I'm not gonna. I'm trying not to spoil anything for anyone who cares. But I did like the after credit scene. I thought it was a cool. I look forward. They're gonna make a sequel. I think they said they're. They considered it a success. Happy to see it. Uh, overall, very flawed, enjoyable. Some good moments. Probably, aside from Bumblebee, the best overall movie since the first one. I think it's about par with the first one. It doesn't have the wonder of the first one. Um, I feel like it probably should have established the human characters more first and then gone into the world-ending apocalyptic bullshit in the second one, but no one wants to take their time anymore. They want to immediately be the shared universe. Oh, and one other thing i talk about. Uh, Wheeljack. Fuck. Fuck that. <laughs> first off, stop with the fucking accents and the robots. Like, and then making a joke about it. It's not funny. Mm-mm. It's not. When they go, what accent? Like, now fuck off. People realize they speak differently from other people. This is stopping a fucking idiot. And second off, don't take a character that everyone loves and make him nothing like the actual character he is. Like, respect the fans enough for that. Optimus, at least, is overall Optimus. Again, early part, a little shaky, late, better. You know, Bumblebee sort of evolved into what he is. How was Rhinox? He was present. I mean, they didn't really get to establish any of the uh, Maximals except for uh, Optimus, Primal, and uh, Air Razor, which, funny, are the two I have. Unrelated, I had both of these before the movie. I bought none of these because <laughs> of the movie. Let's make that fair. But overall, decent. I, I give it two Space Herpes worth a watch if you got the time it's not too bad it doesn't really offend unless you're a big transformers fan and even then it doesn't offend too much and looking forward i would watch a sequel didn't hate any part of enough to not watch a sequel i've seen much worse this year no don't do that cookie man this i just found the local uh secondhand toy store i'm taking a lot of stuff there sorry gonzo that's where those alternators are going i don't care i gave you (laughs) Those so, things were a pain in the ass. They were cool, yeah. but they were a pain in the ass. Some people love them, and I want them to go to someone who's going to love them. Nerd, what you got? Uh, I'll start with the one that I hadn't seen before, and then I'll get to the one that I that I revisited after reading the book. Um, so the, uh, the first one that I watched was Lupin the Third the First, which... I had never seen any of the Lupin the Third movies before, so this was me coming into it completely fresh i absolutely loved it i thought i had i have seen bits of the first of some of the original movies that came out in like the 80s and 90s um i think it started in the 80s maybe the 90s i can't remember don't quote me on that 80s or Um, or earlier okay okay um i love a good heist oh my god this did not disappoint I thought the characterization was great. The music was fantastic. The style is just 
it's slick all the way through. And I thought the animation for them updating it to CGI and 3D animation, I thought they actually did a pretty good job. What, John? I literally bought the steel book of that this week. <laughs> Lupin the Third, the first? Yes, I've never seen it. I do like Lupin. I was buying something else, and that steel book was there. I'm like, I like steel books. I like Lupin. Let's go. Literally just received the steel book. Of that exact movie. That's what I was looking like. Is that the that's the one I just bought? You'll like it. I I, I give it I give it one. Yeah. I, I give I, it one space herpy because yeah. Oh, does anyone know what a steel book is? It's basically a D a Blu-ray where the rather than a plastic case, it's got a steel case yeah. with cool artwork and all. And I'm a fucking nerd like that. Understand it. So yeah. yeah. It I I don't watch a lot of anime, so when I do, I'm very picky about it, and this did not disappoint. So it you've never seen Lupin before this? Oh. I have not, but I know that there's a ton <laughs> for me to go back and and, and explore. No, Castle don't. of Cogliostro. Cogliostro. Yep. Yep. That's the one that I've seen bits of, but never actually sat down and watched. That was the first one I watched and loved it. Holds up pretty well considering how old it is. Yeah. So, but it, it, yeah, it had just the right amount of humor and goofiness, and it and, it was like an elevated Cowboy Bebop to me. And everyone expect another review of that uh, when I get a chance to open up my steelbook and watch that. <laughs> um, I watched, um, I bought the digital version of Across the Spider Verse. Uh, mm. knows I'm a huge Miles Morales fan. I when the comic came out, I fell in love with the character. Just love Miles Morales. I uh, can't wait for the new PlayStation game to come out, too. Um, oh, yeah, there's a second one coming out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, technically I have third. the first one. It's so good. Technically third. But, yes. Um, I'm sorry, second Miles one. Yes, second Miles, because this is when you're playing Miles and Peter type thing, and it's going to be a Venom one. But um, it doesn't disappoint, just like the first one. Was it as good as the first one? No, because I think the first one is almost the near-perfect Spider-Man movie. Um, I'm happy to say it was a perfect movie and continue on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two I, doesn't disappoint, but I mean, it's, you know, another Spider-Man movie and it branches out the whole universe and there's a bunch of different things going on. And it's, it's, it gets a little over the top because it's so many spider characters, but that's what they I think went that's with. That's kind of the point. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the point of it. Uh, there is going to be a third. We already know there is. Uh, they already and said it's going to take as long as it takes because the guys in charge of it aren't going to overwork their animators and nope. aren't going to do anything stupid. What Good, I did because... like is there is a Lego scene in there, and that Lego scene was done by a fan, and he recreated it and did the whole thing in Legos, and they had this kid. He did it at his house type thing. And That's awesome. Yeah, the Lego one was pretty neat. Um Art style, everything's the same. I think the only reason why I don't like... I mean, the first one I like so much because it's, it's Miles becoming Spider-Man. And it's so it's good. The it is, it's the origin It's the right kind of origin story, though. Yeah. And the second one, just expanding. And it's still cool. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, good to see this character. Ooh, Spider-Punk. You know, all these different spider you know, coming in. And I was like, this is all just fun. And I can't wait to see where they're going to finish it in the next one. Uh, so I would give this one, like... A half to one space herpes, that would be about it. Because it wasn't as great as the first one, but it, you know, still good type thing. 
John? Uh, so my second, I'm talking about the one I found at the local store, which is The Abyss. Oh, it is oh like that's one of my the favorite movies. 36th, something like that, anniversary of The Abyss, 35th, 34th, something like that, in that mid-30s area. And they came across my feed. I'm like, yeah, I want to watch The Abyss. And I go looking online, and you cannot, you cannot stream or buy The Abyss digitally. And it is hard to find it. I've been looking for it for years. Yeah, it's been hard to find it on on DVD or Blu-ray. I found a DVD in the Curmudgeon, the local store, just sitting there on the shelf. I walk through. I'm like, yes, please and thank you. Four dollars, even better. So I watched the special edition of that, and I will say, uh, still holds up very well. Um, funny when you realize this movie came out, there was really only a list actor, one a list actor, and that was Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Because she had done Robin Hood and all was Prince more of a big yep. name, and because I mean, uh, Ed Harris was not a big name at this point. Mm-hmm. Michael Bean always should have been a big name, but never was. He plays a great, True. great antagonist in this. Like I love Michael Bean and everything. He does a good. Funny, this is like the third time he played a Navy Seal. Because <laughs> Navy Seal is a little bit of typecasting. You know, and then the Rocky was a Navy SEAL, and this is a Navy SEAL. But anyways, um, the whole idea of this movie, it's really old, is that they're a mobile uh, oil drilling platform underwater. And a U.S. submarine goes missing, and they have to go, or they know where it is, it goes down, and they need to go try and find survivors and all. And it just becomes a sort of alien undersea encounter movie from there. It's really... Uh, very cool. It's James Cameron first under the sea, and you he does a lot of the things right. Like, you feel like he cares about how it is, and I'm sure if he made it again, it would be even more spot on, because some of the things is a little not how things work, but they try. But very enjoyable. Not so much an action movie, more of adventure-ish. But well-acted, enjoyable. Special effects hold up fairly well considering how old they are. Um, I would think this is one that if it comes out of a fathom event for one of its anniversaries, I will fucking go see the theater. Oh, hands down. In a heartbeat. I will say that I feel like the extended edition, the ending kind of goes a little too hard. Okay. Rubber nose and the human beings are awful and need to not be awful to each other. Alien message that they give out so much. It's a little, it's a little too slap you in the face in the extended edition. The standard edition, not so much. But the extended edition, they really smack you in the face with it. Okay, I've never seen but the extended still, edition. Oh yeah, the extended edition. Yeah, most is of like... the DVDs have both now, which yeah. is good. I think the last time I watched it, there wasn't an extended edition available. Maybe they always showed the regular one on cable and all, which I saw it a million times on because it's good. <laughs> it was my go-to um, sick day sick day movie because it was just quiet and in the background and everything was blue (laughs) and it it takes its time to build the characters you know what they're about and i mean sure it's sort of the standard you know story they do for these kind of almost disaster movies like twist you're like oh they're breaking up but they find their love over what they do which is you know cool and heartwarming but a little cliche this might have been one of the earlier ones to do that sort of thing in a disaster movie but still super enjoyable loved it i mean james cameron's Really good at what he does. This just in. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it half. It's not quite a perfect movie. I think 
especially the special edition, it, it kind of whacks you in the face too much with the message when subtlety might have been more warranted. And I think that's why the movie, the theatrical version is a little more subtle. But still enjoyable. I mean, well worth the four bucks. Probably worth the 30 bucks it costs for you to find it like somewhere on DVD or Blu-ray. But try and find one that's got both just so you can watch either one. I like yep. to compare and contrast. That's a good... If you ever have a weekend where you're like, I got... I can watch two movies this weekend. I got nothing else going on. You watch the standard, watch the extended. If you reload the movie, you will learn some stuff. And it's kind of fun. Nerd? Uh, I revisited Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children after reading the book. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I had never read the book, and I like, oh, I love this movie. This is great. And my roommate's going, oh, no, 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 no. Here, have the book. Then I read it. It is nothing like the book. They kept the names, and that's about it. That's a standard movie, let's be honest. I love Tim Burton as as a director, even as a Tim Burton film like even when I saw it the first time it was a little disappointing I wanted more from it I wanted more style I wanted some or even if like a big fish kind of a feel to it or or something but it felt disjointed it the acting was over the top just missed all the marks oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and especially now having read the book even more so, so I give it a three. Okay. I think Gonzo would probably give it a four. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I was thinking about the same thing. It was just not good. It really could have been a lot better. Like, the cast that it had, it had a great cast. And it fell short on so many levels. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh. That's um, me. So this weekend or this Thursday was the season finale of Warrior, uh, which is HBO oh, Max. I heard that's really good. This it's one, right. this season has been legit, really good. This one was a big slap in the face season finale. Um, I think we're probably going to get maybe one more season and then we'll be done. <clears throat> if hopefully, if, yeah. If, 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 yeah, hopefully we do because this ending was really, really good. Everything's great. The choreography was amazing. The fight scenes were great. I mean, everything was good this season. And like I said, I think we're going to get one more season and they'll call it. Um, and I'm, I'm okay with that because it should be able to wrap up in one more season. Uh, I hope the lead actor gets some some starring roles, like actual starring. Oh, he yeah. should have been the star of Snake Eyes, not the other guy. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this this was just super, super good. I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm always having fun with this. The characters are always great characters you know the the fight scenes just great choreography mm-hmm. um good martial arts uh highly recommend it uh if you haven't seen it get started on it um yep. it does get pretty you know if uh, sex themes do bother you or nudity be prepared the first two seasons are more I than mean, the third from what i understand well yeah. it's it's the first two seasons are more cinemax if you get my meaning yeah. and then the third season apparently is more hbo yeah. Uh, okay. Where it's like boobs Good. and ass and the, uh, the cookie. It's warrior, warrior. on HBO Max or whatever they call yeah. it. Now. Yeah. I've seen like uh, stuntmen react breakdowns of yeah. it, and oh, it's, it's just amazing. I love the shit out of this show. The characters are great. Um, yep. This season that'll probably be next on my list. Maybe half a space therapy, but it's been really good. 
So, John? Well, uh, in the time I couldn't watch the rest of Transformers, I did watch six, <laughs> uh, six like about six seasons of Red vs. Blue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, keep in mind, old seasons, oh, man, not, not newer stuff. While. Um, basically, I watched the entirety of the Freelancer Saga, which, now having seen the rest of them, I, they might touch this again, but I feel like this is probably their peak. Um, and I've said this before on other, other podcasts that this is legitimately good sci-fi. Like it's gone from a series that was a bunch of guys joking around with Halo to a series that actually has good science fiction themes, good morality themes, and actually legitimately interesting and good story. Cause it started so, out as just Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chupacabra. Yes. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Oh, wow. But all the main characters are there, but then they also have all the freelancers in, and it tells a great story. And it sort of goes back and forth between the reds and blues and then the freelancers, and the story sort of weaved together. And I'm not going to spoil any of it, even though it's super old. It's it's good to find out on your own. And it's legitimately good science fiction. There's, there's a point looking through some of the flashbacks to the freelancer stuff. I'm like, this is a role-playing game I want to play. Super cool action. Um, I mean, it's un unfortunate that their animator passed and you know, he died from complications of surgery and they couldn't continue with that. They had to go back to using Halo for it, which, I mean, they still did a good job, but it's tough when your animator who's doing such amazing fight scenes as he did in this in those seasons. And, you know, it just, just sucks to have to go back to what it was. But... Literally those seasons, the whole basically recovery one through season 10, great, super good story, great sci-fi, and you actually get some feels from it too. I do have a little bit of problem with the the standard red versus blue humor at points, you know, when you're trying to get serious. Uh, usually when you have a series and the character suddenly becomes serious, you can't go back to them being comedic. But these guys go to serious and go back to comedic all the time. It's a little jarring at points. But overall, I'm going to give it one space herpy. And that's just for Griff. You can have the space herpy. <laughs> no, not Caboose. I love Caboose. <laughs> He's a lovable idiot. But definitely, it's on YouTube. For freeze. For watch freeze. it. And the best thing is, if you need, the reason why I was able to watch it other than Transformers is because it's all based off short episodes. So if you're like, oh, I need to go do something with my life, you can stop go do something with your life and come back and continue. And I think sometimes we miss that. Lawyers. Yeah. So it's good. Sometimes it's really good to be able to do that. So there you go. One space therapy for Griff. And I don't know if we're watching much more of it. We'll see what my time looks like, but I do love that particular batch of it. Nice. Okay. That's our show. Yay! Just enough time for everything. Almost. Awesome. I still had like seven things to go over, but I, well, I save I mean, them for I, the next week. <laughs> I talked about multiple seasons at once, so. Yeah. Uh, guys, we appreciate you listening and watching. Um, we are probably going to send you off to Rick is Not a Ferret. Uh, he's playing some Among Us. You can go over and give him. And he's having his subathon day one, so if you're so inclined, oh. give him a boy a sub. And ask about the Skittles Marines. Yeah, ask about Skittle Marines. Give him a hard time. No, it's not really a hard time. Skittle but, um, Let's see. Do we're still good for next week? Nothing wrong. Okay, making sure. Always checking our schedule. Uh, guys, like usual, 
please take care of yourself. Please look after each other. If you see something, say something. If you can do something, do something. If you can't, find someone that will. And if you hear something, speak up about it. For more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Nerd. Good night. Good night.